pray for a few moments. Kulong kulong nule. We come now in the name of Jesus. Siyabuang kulong kulong mucho for these moments in your presence. Now, as we speak to your people, we thank you that you are able to do what no man can do. We thank you for the power of your word. In Jesus' name, Amen. Ngia bingela basone kamendlengos. Ngtanduk bingela ngokse kechagile. Eya basone be tuinga kengos ngenga bamba la Thank you, man. Bless you. Uh, we greet you all the saints. Thank you so much for, for coming. Best on Friday, we we home and we spoke. Uh, God was um, was with us on Friday. Amen. Uh, we we understand what for anything. The glory of God rests upon dead people. God is not able to use people who are who are so full of themselves. Amen. I in kasimulogatiko, because young in the zoyenza, I kasimulisa Men must diminish. Men must decrease, and he must increase. So that anything he does in and through you, all the glory. Yeah. will be attributed to him and to him alone. Mm-hmm. Amen. So we also understand that our mission as the church, not, not here, the church universal all over the world. The backbone of our mission in the earth is found in Matthew 6. All our visions as local churches are an interpretation of that one main thing. Even in Matthew 28, what we call the Great Commission, it is all based... The, the spine of it is found in Matthew 6. Because in Matthew 6, Abafundi, they ask him, they say, Lord, teach us to pray. And he says, when you pray, you pray in this manner. In other words, follow this model. Don't memorize it and just throw it out. But use it as a model of, of, of prayer. This is how I want you to approach matters in the earth. So he says to them, Pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, your your agenda, whatever you want to see transpire in the earth, let it be done as it is done in heaven. We will always go back to that because it is a pillar upon which everything that we do is based. We said before that that particular the first two verses, they mean two things. Mighty, your kingdom come. Of course, heaven is wanting to come. I know most people want to go to heaven. But heaven is looking at coming because there is a job to do here. There are millions of people that still must be reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, there are things that must be done. So, he has set apart a people. He calls them his very own. They are a nation amongst nations of the world. He has washed them with his blood. He has given them a unique culture. They get their culture from the world. They speak in a certain way. They problem solve in a certain way. They approach matters in the world in a certain way. 
they have a biblical worldview. In other words, when they watch CNN and they listen to stuff, they interpret it based on what the scriptures say. They are a nation amongst the nations in the earth. And he counts on those that he will empower them as he did on the day of Pentecost in the upper room. The Bible says the Holy Spirit came upon them and they feel with power. He told them, you dare not venture into the earth until you have been in Jewish power. Until the power of God comes upon you. So that when you do go out, you will be powerful witnesses. It is such people that were born on the day of Pentecost. It has carried on until this time. The 12 disciples handed us a, a, a gospel intact. We have been ripping it apart all over the years. But God is again raising His new breed. His, there's a remnant in the earth that God is restoring. Because must add, when we go before the rapture, we must finish right. And God must get the glory. The enemy cannot be the one rejoicing and being triumphant. It's the church that must be strong, that must be triumphant because he says, I am coming for a bride without wrinkles, a bride full of glory, a bride full of power. Say amen. So when we gather like this, he's restoring us because he said, I want my church back. Because the church has been captured, say captured, by the, by the spirit of the time and by the culture of the time. It's called secular culture. Now he says, I want my church back because we are not done. The time is almost up and the work must be done with speed. And he's restoring. There's going to be a mighty move of the spirit coming upon the people. So there are things being restored back into the church. You, you're going to hear them. Now, the, 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 the message of sin is not preached so that you can, you can be condemned. We're going to touch on that today. Why we cannot neglect addressing the issue of sin. Because sin is one of the greatest threats in the world today. We're going to talk about that today. So all I'm saying is, he means two things when he says, pray in this manner. Thy kingdom come, thy will, thy agenda, your assignment, your mission, be done on earth. As it is in heaven, number one, as angels, do your will in heaven so diligently, let it be done on earth. Number two, as your will appears according to your preordained purpose for us. We spoke about the books in heaven that all of you, there is a book written according to your preordained destiny. In according to Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I called you a prophet. Amen. In other words, before you even came, before you were conceived, he was so aware of you every day of your life. He says, your, your, each and every one of your days was written. So there is a book. So thy kingdom come, your will be done. Whatever that transpires through my life, let it align itself with what appears in heaven. Everything that we do down here, we are striving when we pray, when we fast, when we read the word. We want to see a manifestation of our divine purpose in the earth. He comes to resist it. Every temptation, every trial you've ever been through is meant to ensure that that which God saw concerning your life before you were even born from the foundations of the earth doesn't see the light of death. Amen. So he says, pray. When you 
engage in prayer. What you must pray for is for the manifestation of that which heaven knows about you, but you haven't even discovered about yourself yet. Now, if you don't put the lenses of faith, you will never see it because our five physical senses will not help us to see into the supernatural. There are things that God wants us to see that we must see through the eyes of faith. So, always remember that. So, it causes you to pray more than you've ever prayed before. It causes your prayer life. It takes on a different uh, angle because now you understand that I have an enemy. Hey, come since you can sit up here. Now I have an enemy who wants to ensure that these things don't happen. Amen. But that's not my message for today. It's in my heart, Bazoan, to, to talk to you about... There, there, there are two questions which I consider to be very important uh, in life. I know when I was at Edgewood in 94, there was a man called Professor Nichols. He said, the two most important questions in life, I think it was him, uh, who I am and where do I come? You know this thing that the, these people give us. I, I am not convinced anymore after having studied the scriptures. I don't think that that's the most fundamental question that everybody... Of course, these things are important. Because if you know who you are, it sorts out the issue of identity that you can begin to live life because you know exactly who you are and why you are here. But you can know who you are and still die and go to hell. So there are two fundamental questions that all of us will have to answer. Our children will have to answer. Our grandchildren will have to answer before we die. Amen. The first one is found in the Gospel of Matthew. In fact, both of them are found in the Gospel of Matthew. Now, the first one is found in chapter 22, if you can turn there, verses 41 and verse 42. Uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, uh, verse 41 and verse 42. Amen. Now, the first question, it says, While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, Say, what do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? That's the first question. Every human being born of a woman in the earth must be very careful to ensure that that question when they answer it, they answer it properly because it determines your very eternity. Who is Jesus? Who do you think about Christ? Whose son is he? That you will not get from a professor anywhere. That is a revelation by the Spirit of God in your spirit. Amen. The second question which is very profound is found in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 27 verse 22. Uh, Chapter 27 verse 22 and the Bible says Pilate said to them what then shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ 
they all said to him, Let him be crucified. What then shall I do with Jesus who is called the Christ? They all said to him, Let him be crucified. I'm sure the generation in which we live, they've already made their decision. They crucify the Lord almost every single day. When you step out of your house, He is crucified. Amen. And a Barabbas spirit is released. Amen. So these are two profound questions which you will answer, whether directly or indirectly. Because in the spirit there is no vacuum. When you choose not to believe, you have believed something else. Because there is no vacuum in the spirit world. You're either in the kingdom of light or in the kingdom of darkness. Amen. So, what I am sensing in my spirit, the generation in which we live in the 21st century, they are asking themselves this question. What shall we do with Jesus who is called the Christ in 2019 and beyond? Because Opilado, Oti Pogen, we know that it's been over 2,000 years since these things have happened. We know that he lived 40 days and he ascended to heaven. Amen. Now we live in what we call a modern era in the 21st century. Assembling a mbongo as they used to. In actual fact, if I can tell you, now there is a man called Richard Branson. Richard Branson is the, he, he leads the brand, the other virgin. Virgin Active, Virgin Airlines. Yeah. Uh, as we speak now, he's already planning to take people to space. Yeah. He's not dealing with airports, he's dealing with space ports. Yeah. In other words, as you take a flight from here to anywhere, you will take a flight from here to space. So we live in a different world from where they lived when Jesus spoke to them during these times. Amen. And the, the days of the early church and the days of, of this modern generation is just two different worlds up altogether. Yeah. We speak about things called robotics. Amen. We, we speak about things called uh, 3D printing. We, we, we talk about fourth industrial revolution. At the time, they would never even have thought about those things. Today we talk about there's a lot of stuff that we talk about. There's something called artificial intelligence. Yeah. To the, now, the generation today, when they look at the Bible, they look at the scriptures, in their mind, they, they think that the Bible is an ancient book, yeah. which is irrelevant. It is an outdated book. It does not speak their language. It does not address the matters of today. That is what we are dealing with in this particular generation. This is why they they, they are asking, I know what to do with Richard Branson. If I need a business idea, I need mentoring, I can go to him. In politics, if I need something, I can go to Barack Obama. 
if I need something in the music industry, I know who to go to. But if you give me Jesus, who, what do I do with Christ in the 21st century? Now, our job is to make a sound that's so loud and so convincing that this is what you do with Christ in the 21st century. He is still relevant. Whatever he said back in the day, it is still applicable today. But that does not happen through us screaming, through us shouting, through us sweating. The generation wants a breed, a caliber of Christians who will demonstrate and convince them that Jesus Christ is indeed Lord. And in 2019, I can call him my main man. Say amen. amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. But unfortunately, in the days in which we live, deep down in their hearts, all these people, this morning, most of them, they don't really think that Jesus is the foundation we second of their 21st century lives. They, 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 they are not really convinced. A great number of Christians today, if I can just tell you, they don't, they don't believe to Jesus, ma'am, is relevant outside the church building. This is why when we say amen after the church, we leave him in the church building he does not follow me to gateway he does not follow me to any mall because that's where he belongs he must not come with me into the office on monday jesus belongs in a church that is what people this is why the generation must be answered when they say, what do i do besides singing songs on sunday Besides giving an off, what do I do practically? What are the tangible, physical things that I can say because these are the practical things, tangible things. People need to know. Amen. So Amen. was supposed to reveal how to reveal Ukwambula. O Christu our church has lost credibility in 2019. It's been happening. I told you to the 12 apostles handed us the gospel intact. They even died. They gave their lives. And then they handed a baton as in a relay to say, now it's your turn to run. Run. To the finish line, we are going home. But we are watching yeah. as a cloud of witnesses from heaven to see that you're going to finish strong. Yeah. What has been happening over the last couple of years is so sad that the church has lost the bride of Christ, has lost her beauty, she has lost her appeal, she has lost everything that the Lord Jesus bled on the cross for her to become. She has lost her authority in the earth. She has lost her power in the earth. How can be 
How can she be strong? Who are selling, paying people to fake miracles and the world watches and they find that it's all a joke, it's all a sham, it's just a bunch of people who get their naive so they can just dig into their pockets and maintain their lifestyle which they don't even qualify for. And then they use the flock to, to maintain that particular lifestyle and the whole service becomes a money. Because as you sit here, he's counting heads to see if the money that you are going to give will be able to match his daily expectations. So we are sitting in a place like that today, our pastors, not all of them. They are good men out there. There are good women out there who love Jesus and they love him with passion. But how do we demonstrate who Jesus is in our generation? And all these people, they get drunk. I was told by somebody uh, that they, they, they used to hide before. My goodness, now we just sit freely, just drink with the people and... Uh, they, they, they just do. Some of them, they are even worse than their flock. Their generation is asking, if that is what you are doing, and then you come to me, you preach Jesus, what do you want me to do with him? If you cannot yourself who profess and proclaim to be his disciple and follower, what do you expect me to do? Amen. Amen. It is not surprising today to find what Amazon they are less loving, they are less forgiving than someone Oseyatin this morning. People there you find that they are more forgiving, they are more loving, they are more embracing than most people in the church today. So we need, we are in a desperate place as God's people. Amen. This is why I don't want you to... I, I, I've always been against the concept of soda. This thing of churching. It's not... A, there's a mandate. There's a divine mandate. As soon as you discover who you are and what this is about, you begin to move with speed because there are things God wants us as His people to do. Say amen. amen. They, see, because one grew up in, in Devon, I, I know most of the preachers in Devon, in the city. Hey, somebody te- tells you uh, that we were in this place and he asked me, that man, does he still preach the gospel? I say, yes, he does. Then what was he doing there? Because we, we went there, we were looking for something. What, what, what was he doing there? Uh, we are, we are, there's more, more, lots of them. Uh, they, they do that. What are we going to present to our children? What kind of gospel are we handing over to our children? Yours and mine in this small room is to say, Father, we are not perfect. We are not better than anybody else out there. But Lord gave us the grace. You did not die in vain on the cross. 
For the Bible says he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement meant for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. We want to be in the earth. I want him to know that we are an extension of his will. Whatever he wants done, we are here to be his hands, to be his feet, to be his eyes. We want to love the unlovable and hug the unhuggable. We are here to demonstrate his... I told him, I was praying this morning, I said, Father, wherever we are, we are, you have direct access. Let us be a portal. Wherever we are, through us gain entry into the city. Through us gain entry into our friends. Gain whoever you want to reach. Let us be that window. Let us be that door. It's going to be driven open and that you can come and begin to touch the people. Say amen. amen. So I want you to know that Ujesu, out Ujesu, is still Lord in 2019. Ujesu, we in say, The weaknesses of men and women are not his weaknesses. The Bible is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Say amen. Amen. Now, I want you to move to the next thing which I want to address this morning. Don't be scared of that word. It's very important. Because I I always tell my wife, politicians don't think the church is relevant. They, 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 don't, they don't take us seriously. Because we don't have a kingdom mindset. We, we, we are not doing what we are supposed to do as the body of Christ in the earth. So, relevant in our generation is it? Back about 20 centuries ago, if that threat which he came to address has not been addressed today by our 3D printing, by our robotics, by our all the technological advances we have made. If what Jesus came for 2,000 years ago, all the developments we have had in the 21st if these things are not, have not been able to address that threat, that means Jesus is still relevant today. Say amen. amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Whatever technology, because Ujjesuiti Bible, he came for a specific reason. And I will tell you why Jesus came. So that when someone, when your child, when your daughter, when your son, when your cousin, after having been exposed to all the celebrities in the world, we have so much influence, by the way. Justin Bieber has over 2 million followers on Instagram. The greatest preacher will have about hundreds of thousands. In other words, every time a celebrity speaks, he or she has a listenership of over 2 million people. So your children, our children are exposed to a whole lot of... 
gospel for 45 minutes once a week. The agenda of the enemy is pushed 24-7 through media, through movies, through video, through gaming, through celebrities. They push it and it is sponsored. It is the world-sponsored thing. The enemy sponsored sponsors his, his agenda, his message in the air. In the world, they pour. They pour because they know what they are doing. I am a Zalwan. So what I'm saying is, if what Jesus came to address 2,000 years ago has not been addressed today by artificial intelligence, robotics, fourth industrial, what, what, all these beautiful, great things we are doing today, if those things are not able to get deep down into the soul of man and deal with a fundamental issue in the heart of a human being, that means Jesus will forever be relevant until the church is raptured to be with the Lord. And now we must find out if we are now covered with my money in the bank, with my education, with my clique of friends, my connections in politics, if those things are, have been able to cater and, 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 and solve this problem. If they have been able to do so, oh, then that's fine. Shut the door to Christ. He is no longer needed. He may as well go get on his donkey and go back. But if all our progress, all our stuff that we have done, have not been able to address the issue, let Jesus reign today. Oh, we are desperate for a savior then. We may as well just weep. We may as well just cry and go on our knees and say, Oh God, I need you today. Because with all my money, with all my degrees, with all my influence, there is something that those things cannot address at the level of the soul, at the level of my spirit. Matthew chapter 1. Verses 18 to 21. Matthew 1, verses 18 to 21. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother, Mary, was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Now listen to this last line. And she will bring forth a son. 
and you shall call his name Jesus. Now listen to this. For he will save his people from their sins. Out he will save his people from their sins. Let's say it again. He will save his people from their sins. Now, when we first met with the group, I think it was on 13th of, of January, we, we, we touched on this. I felt I need to come back to it for about five minutes, Nompumele, uh, but it's important. In other words, the primary reason for Christ to come was for him to address the issue of sin yeah. in the world. If every generation is battling, therefore, with the issue of sin, that means he cannot skip a generation because he, in the eyes of the Father, there are three things to see if there is a threat in the world. Jesus came because of a threat called his son. Out his son. Now, to God, it's not, it's not Boko Haram. It's not Al-Qaeda. It's not, it's not ISIS. It's not a, a, a third world war or a nuclear weapon that's a threat. In the eyes of the Father, for Him to say, this thing is posing a threat to humanity, it must have three things. It must do things, the three things. When that thing does the three, then it is a threat. All heaven stands up and someone must be sent to deal with it which is what happened when jesus was sent to deal with sin in the world i told the people i said when god looked on the earth under bondage through pharaoh he looked on the earth and he saw moses he said moses can handle it he sent him to deal with the threat in egypt when he wanted uh, when there was a giant called goliath he was a threat at the time to his people he looked around in the earth and he saw a young man called David. He sent him, put his power on him, says you can handle it. So he goes and he slays Goliath. But when God looked at the issue of sin, he didn't look out into that. He looked within. He turned around and he looked within, within his inner circle. He said, who will go for us? And the Lord Jesus lifted up his hand. He says, send me. And Jesus came to deal with the greatest threat the human race has ever seen. The issue of sin. So there are three things. Has the potential to destroy God's image in a person. That's a threat to God. If that thing has a capacity to destroy God's image in you that is an emergency there are red alarms in the heavens and that must be addressed speedily that's number one amen which is what happened amen so it's so annoying we must begin to understand what it is see you are dealing with the fruit you are not dealing with the issue of course but you, you, you are not wrestling the principalities. You, you have not been given a context. As the ones go to 
If it happens because we are 0% angelic yeah. and 100% human, from time to time you will stumble. Why? Because you are in the flesh, you are in the body. Nkolo yeah. has made a provision, not a provision, provision. something called repentance. Yeah. When we repent, spendok, according to 1 John 1, verse 9 and 10. Oma city as in a saw, no! But if we confess our sins, faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us you know, people can be very chaotic on the road, especially taxi drivers. I must be able to know who I am and guard against the enemy wanting to display and portray his emotions through me. I don't know if you understand that when you get born again, you lose your rights. I don't have rights anymore. I chose to lay them on the altar before the throne. I have a right to be angry. Of course, he says, be angry. But don't let the sun go down in your anger. Yes. But my, my, my rights are not, are not there anymore. I can't do what I want anymore. I was telling about Zohan on Friday that in Tandogatiko, sometimes I just, um, it's not what I want. I don't even feel like doing it. At times, say, Lord, but it is unfair if you would allow him to go away scot-free like that. Yeah. He will not learn his lesson. Because if, if it is so easy that I'm just need to forgive the person and let them go, I want to see them burn. I want to see vindication. I want to see justice meted out on the person. And he says, trust me, you'll take care of you, I will take care of the rest. You walk with me and trust the process. Say amen. So I want us to understand have we been able with all our developments in every area, every faculty in life to on our own to deal with the issue. Sin is 
fornica- what is fornication? fornication? Fornication is to go into sexual. You see, when I talk about fornication, we can talk strong. Because that's what the enemy does in this generation, and he, he wants to disqualify you. You can't even pray when you are in sin. We have no legit- legitimacy. He, he discredits you. The enemy comes, but he has nothing in me. Yeah. I he go into other men, look and collect, but that looks at me. Yeah. This is why the issue of sin must be addressed, not out of anger, not out of rep- but in a spirit of grace, mm-hmm. in a spirit of love and wisdom, so that we know exactly what we are dealing with. Sin is a adultery. Adultery is when a man who is married goes out and they spend time with another woman sexually. Sin is hatred. It is unforgiveness. Let us be out of this place in the next month. By the beginning of April, we must leave here. Amen. Sin is pornography. All the stuff that we know Will it help her under the blankets with a cell phone? Is the voice of the third in that fourth industrial revolution going to speak to her and say, Don't do it? Under the blankets with the lights off, you are not even aware of the mess and the havoc the enemy is causing. We need Jesus who rests in our soul, who rests in our hearts, whether there is a parent or not, whether there is a fundisi or not. He resides within you and he says, You are my temple, you are my house. I have sanctified you, I have set you apart as holy. The word holy means uncommon. So if the if if everything that we have been exposed to in this life has not been able to deal with the issue of sin, we are in big trouble. We may as well right now forget about anything else and everybody else. You go on your knees and say, Lord, come into my life and forgive my sin. That was the first thing I spoke to you about. If something is called a threat in heaven, it must destroy the image of God in you. One thing that does that is sin. But the second thing that God looks at from heaven to see if your life is under threat. If there is something that gives Usatan a legal right into your life. In other words, whatever you are doing, whatever is happening, gives him access, it gives him permission, an operating license. An operating license to come and begin to Ashante to wherever you are. If there is such thing, Jesus must address it yeah. because no one else 
can address that. There is nothing else in this world that gives the enemy the license and a certificate to say, now you can come into this house and whatever it is said, he saw. He saw now gives him a green light. And it says there, you have direct access. You can go anytime and dwell there, do whatever you want, according to your will, according to your purpose. Satan, you are welcome here. Now, when that happens, the enemy comes, just like the Bible says, who Jesus stands at the door knocking. If you open, he comes and fellowships with you. Same thing happens with the enemy. He waits because he has no authority. Who tells Jesus, all authority has been given to me. Who satan for him to be able to come, he needs your permission. There must be a conversation in the realm of your mind until you drop your weapons, until you open the door, and then he comes. Because when your when your lasts in you, so that is what is happening, and that must be addressed. If there is something in this life today, Galuluso, which cannot address that, that means we need to go back to Christ and say, Mayday. We are in trouble. Save our generation. Because Lord we have given the enemy. Now how do we chase him out. When he's already in. You cannot. He is a carob. He is a carob from heaven. We don't tell him what to do without authority. He needs someone else. To chase him out. All that I can do is to hand over my case to the advocate and say, Lord, I have messed up. Lord, I messed up big time. And because of my decision, he has come. Now he is here. I cannot chase him. It's like an elephant in a room. A small door. You try to push him he won't go. Someone must come and kick the wall down for him to come out. There are people who are out there, young people who want to come out of things. They are crying out to us, but we are quick to judge them. It's only Christ who's going to be able to break those walls for them to come out and experience life as God wants them to. In your start was the one that heaven looks at. Which I know that nothing we have done. All our engineers in the earth have not been able to address. All the technological people. All the smart people. All the billionaires. All the celebrities in the world have not been able to deal with. If something robs you of your eternity, if something in the earth robs you of your eternity, Jesus must come immediately and sort it out before you drive out of this place and get knocked by a car 
and it's over. Jesus must come. That means Jesus in 2019. Maybe some network marketing strategy that we have found out that can assist in rescuing us from our damnation. That means just we can then touch him on the side and tell him to go. But if there is nothing with all the modules that one has done, if none of those modules at Vets University or anywhere else Cat has not addressed it, I know if I were to die today, I would go to hell. That means in 2019, my son needs Jesus. I need Christ. My daughter needs Christ. My parents need Christ. Because without Jesus, we are done. He did not come to give us a car. A car can be a benefit. That's not why he came. Why then do we run to churches seeking for what he did not even come to address? He came to set me free from sin. I relate with Christ on the basis whether my sin has been forgiven or not. Not on the basis of whether my prayer for a car or for a breakthrough for a wife or for a husband has been answered. But Jesus who came to deliver us, how to deliver? deliver. Set free. Set free. Say amen. Now the last scripture I want us to go to will be last two. Isambulo chapter 20. Who will be able to save your soul? He will save your soul. I had a story. This old man, while he was in his bed, I think he had a few minutes to before he died. He was weeping. He was in his late 80s. Weeping, weeping. He had been dropped off by a limousine. Because he was a man who was fine materially. He says, But I have wasted it. I have wasted my life. He sold it. The Bible says you are forgiven. And your sins are washed away. And you become a child of God. This man was crying. And I... I'm done. Pray in one God that I have wasted my life. I've wasted my life. I placed value of on things which do not matter. And he realized at the time. But because God is good. Yeah. Do you know that when you have five minutes before your breath comes out, you can say, the keys you appealing. With tears. Last moments, you get rested. This particular scripture in Revelation 20 Bible, then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, 
from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them and I saw the dead small and great standing before God and books were opened and another book was opened which is the book of life and the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books the sea gave up the dead who were in it and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them and they were judged each one according to his works then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire this is the second death and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire say amen so, if you believe like the maybe fashion will not secure your eternity with God, then you need Jesus in 2019. This generation needs Jesus in 2019 and beyond. Yeah. If we believe that our education, our money, our friends will not secure us an eternity with God, but then it stands to reason that in 2019 we need Christ and we need Him desperately. We need Him urgently. We need Him right now. Say Amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say Amen. amen. Let's stand up on our feet before while I wrap up. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Simon Peter says, Lord, to whom? To whom shall we go? Because the words of life, the words of life are in you. Just close your eyes, Basama. Sergeant Banina Amazwe Opila Pagate Agoe Jesus, Lord our God. We want to declare from this room that to us you are King of Kings. You are Alpha, you are Omega, you are the beginning, you are the end, you are the first, you are the last, you are the one who was, the one who is, the one who is to come. We believe today, this morning, in this place that you came to die on the cross for our sin. We believe, oh God, that Igazliga Jesu in 2019 speaks better things than the blood of Abel. We believe still washes, still redeems, still cleanses, it still makes whole. We believe that Jesus is the Savior of our soul. When the voice from our 
past condemns us. When the voice from our past speaks. And it makes us look small. Oh, we have an advocate with the Father. He says all is well. He says all is well. He says remember the old things no more. For everything is under the blood. When the enemy wants to crucify us. Because of what we did in the past. When he accuses us. In the court of heaven. Because of our foolishness. In the past. Oh the blood. Covers us. Pray with me. The blood covers us. It says don't touch. She is redeemed. Don't touch her. Spare him. Spare her life. For I have spent my life. For her to leave. I have given him a new lease on life. I have given her. And you list on life. It's only a blood, Lord, that speaks on our behalf. It's only a blood, which is the loudest voice in the atmosphere. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, we bless you. We bless you today. The Bible says you came to your own, but they didn't receive you. But to those who did, to those who believed in your name, you gave them the right to become. We have been given the right to become your children. We once were not, but now we are the children of God. Born with, not with flesh and blood, but born through the blood of Christ. We are now partakers of your divine nature. We are now participants. We sit at the table of the King. Oh, glorious Lord. We say, come. Come, Holy Spirit, glow upon your people. Come in this place today. Come in this place today and blow upon us. Breathe upon your people. Something fresh, something new. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just pray with me, just pray, just invite him. I plead the blood upon your people. We plead the blood of Jesus. You said when I see the blood, I will pass over. We pray that you pass over every man, every woman in this place. Every boy, every girl, every young person, 
Because of the blood, that premature death pass over, that sickness and disease pass over. Because of the blood of Jesus, that the spirit of death pass over. Because of what you did. On the cross, Jesus, 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 Jesus. We know what to do with you, Lord, in 2019. We want to make you Lord of our lives. Take your throne in our hearts and rule. Take your place in our marriages, in our families, in our finances, in our careers, in our relationships, in our churches. Take your place. I wanted to say this prayer after me. Out in Jesus. In 2019. You are Lord. You are Lord. Over my life. Over my life. You are King. You are King. You are Alpha. You are Alpha. You are Omega. You are Omega. You are the beginning. You are the beginning. You are the end. You are the end. You are the first. You are the first. You are the last. You are the last. You are the ancient of days. Ancient of days. In my life. In my life. You reign. You reign. And you rule. You rule over my finances. Rule over my relationships. Rule over my marriage. Rule over my career. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are Lord over my life. Let's give him a hand. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh! 
We just thank you for your word, Father, in this place. Thank you for a divine exchange, Father. We bless you. And at this altar where we choose to die, Father, you decide to pour yourself over us. And you take more from us. Father, and you leave more of you in us. Father, even as we go right now, your word will continue to deliver us. There is progression deliverance on our spirits, soul, and body. But your word is alive, it is not lazy. So we thank you, Father, that it is doing a work in our hearts. It is doing a work in our soul. It is doing a work in our spirit. Father, we surrender. Until Jesus is glorified. Until Jesus is glorified. Because this generation is to see us. Portray Jesus. Display Jesus. In the fullness of his glory. In the fullness of his holiness. So go with your people. Father, as they go, we just cancel, Lord. Premature death, freak accidents. We thank you that you command angels concerning your people, Father. We thank you, Father, that you pave their path with your blood. In their path, the blood is speaking on their behalf. There will be no demands for their life that are premature and that are illegal. The blood of Jesus is a legal stamp on whom we belong to, Father. So we thank you, Father, for the life of our families. We thank you for our children. We thank you, Father, everywhere we walk, that territory you have given us to, given it to us. So we give you praise for your people, Lord. We bless them and we thank you for the armor of God over them. Father, they, they are not naked in the spirit. They are covered with the armor of God. So the enemy will not attack. They are not vulnerable. They are not uncovered. So we bless you and we give you praise. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for, for coming and be part of us. We appreciate that. Amen. Thank you so much. We bless you. Yeah, go, Mosa. Yeah, go, Tando.